Yay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Danny Brave. I'm Tommy Venus. And this is our podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't have a name for yet, but yeah. we may by the time we release this recording. I just feel like it got really hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in my element. Tommy is sweating profusely. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm kind of like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, uh. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> so, we are both, um, we're both, uh, trans identified, um, and, uh, trans. Well, I'll just speak for myself first. <laughs> um, so I identify as a trans guy, I identify as gay, I identify as queer, um, I'm a writer, a speaker, a healer and coach for, uh, healer and coach for lol, healer and coach for queer people, and um, yeah, getting more and more passionate about attempting to create and curate um, like sober, joyful healing spaces for the queer community, um, in-person spaces, and also like. Uh, Aquarian technology spaces like this podcast is intended to be this podcast is intended to be um, a safe space in the in the ether and my Instagram is also intended to be like a space for que- queer people that's just like um, in the ether a safe technological space so yeah that's me age of Aquarius yeah <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> anyway, this is Tommy. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Tommy Venus. I also trans-identify. Um, I'm... I just... When you were talking, like, saying all that stuff, I just want to be like, I'm just me right now. I have no idea. <laughs> but, like, I do That's feel really... Valid. I do feel really me right now. But, yeah. Um, I'm an artist. I tend to do photography. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I feel like I'm just, like, this is kind of, doing this today is, like, the start of me doing more stuff that's me, so Mm -hmm. I'm a podcaster now. Yeah. As of right now. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I really don't, I'm just... Fresh start. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's, like, I could say what I did do, it's, like... Drag, photo, art, you know, yeah. all this stuff, and it's all me, but it's just kind of like, I'm really starting fresh right now, this podcast is like, it's a pretty big deal, <laughs> guys, <laughs> but yeah. And girls, and even words and in-betweens. Yes. Um, yeah, but I also feel like you are, I mean, you do do... Oh, it's okay that I share. Like, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. I'm learning how to share about myself, too. It's really hard. You do self-portrait every single yes, week. I, just because yeah. you haven't... And you, you're, you've you been photographing me through my transition the whole time. So just True, because yeah. you're not actively doing, like, shows and showing your photographs right, right. now doesn't mean that you're yeah. not a photographer because yeah. you're still actively engaged yeah. in that activity. So it's like... yeah. And that being said, it's like, I want to add that I'm also a painter. (laughs) (laughs) Inner child just, like, wanted to jump in. Yeah, Something I always wanted to do. And, like, you know, I'm a painter because I paint. And I'm also a dancer because I dance. And just because I don't have a show doesn't mean that I'm not that thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're both avid dancers. (laughs) Yeah. Avid artists. Yeah, I do. I totally do self-document all the time when I make videos. And lately I've been just making videos to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But really trying to kickstart the social media presence again mm-hmm. and, and being uh visible and I think that that click happened yesterday I was like oh mm. I got really shut down and I, I always like wanted to do podcasts and stuff as a kid I remember at 16 I made like YouTube video coming out and then after that I just stopped like it was like this like one peak thing and it's just like mm. I don't know yeah yeah why do you feel um so like compelled to be like visible and to and to do the podcast 
and like what do you want to be visible as I think well it's like what we were talking about about these sort of soul intentions clicking in that were like Mm. we're like oh like I intended all of this it's Mm. like it's no mistake and everything that happened that was bad or good or crazy it's kind of like um I think it's kind of like the click in the snap in of the realization that I intended to come down and have this trans Mm. body experience and that I chose to be aligned to like be a Leo and be performative and like want to be visible. I even chose my astrology. It just makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. I want to just like be out there and be playful and I want to be like talking to everybody and like mm. all that stuff. And express yourself. It's a big part of the yeah. Leo. Like yeah. I'm here to shine. I'm here to just express yeah. myself. And I want to have like super Aquarian conversations because like, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, that's what makes me want to be visible is just realizing. Right now, what's inspiring me is, like, feeling really, like, my soul's intentions and feeling Mm. how truthful and the most real that's felt. Like, it actually is finally, like, oh, like, I chose all this. Yeah. (laughs) And it equals visibility because of everything that I chose. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that brings us to uh, I feel like a really important part. Um, oh, uh, we didn't talk about the our personal component yet, which is that we're in a relationship. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually uh, kiss. I just did it. For I know, but like, but I feel like people. I felt it though. Yeah. <laughs> and you like only kissed. <laughs> um, we did not physically kiss in that moment, but I do feel like. Um, yeah, the are the the fact that we're in a relationship and and it's a very um spiritual based mm-hmm. relationship just you starting to talk about how your soul chose x y and z. Um yeah, so our our one year anniversary is tomorrow, which is completely bizarre because mm-hmm. I didn't even tell you this like most people who we meet um just assume that we've been together for so much longer than it we feels have. that way. Yeah, Ruby thought we had been together for I don't know how long. Um she was like, "Oh my god, yeah. it's been less Well, you know, we've been spending yeah, I mean, yeah. we spent almost every yeah. day of that year together. It's true. Extremely and we really dove in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it just like ignited. It was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so yeah, so so Tommy and I are both um, really sp- spiritual and, um, you know, spiritually inclined. Spiritual, and, but not religious. Yes, important distinction. Not at all religious, um, but very very spiritually inclined and so if anyone knows the um term uh twin flame which was tommy was alluding to before when he said flame very flamey um which i wasn't even sure was real until this past week but it's it's one of the things for me that really like solidified us doing this um this podcast together was like this trust of like oh my god no this is who we are and what we're meant to to do together on a soul level. I I basically, um, like Tommy was saying, I also know and believe that I chose to be trans. I chose to experience a lot of trauma and darkness in the first part of my life. I chose to be Mm. born in a female body, to have the experience of being completely mistreated and conditionally loved and... um, uh, uh, and in order to come to terms with who I am, learn how to unconditionally love myself, mm-hmm. um, experience unconditional love from, um, well, Tommy <laughs> and other people, um, and yourself and myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, and, and shout out to, you know, I would say one of our main teachers and influencers, Teal Swan. Um, I was just thinking about the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, so Teal Swan is um, a YouTuber and a spiritual teacher who has really, really informed a lot of mine and Tommy's um, sort of healing journey together. Um, This past winter, we spent a lot of time huddled up watching her videos. Um, And... 
Yeah, and she talks a lot about this, how we chose, we chose a lot, you know, we choose our parents, we choose X, Y, and Z, and we watched her video yesterday on transgender and transsexual people, and she talks about how the the trans choice it's it's uh it's a choice to like live from the heart basically and to live from this place of like no one can tell you who you are Mm -hmm. and it's a life purpose around authenticity and authentically expressing yourself yeah it's like a full body manifestation of that concept yes like you actually live that concept through the gender like the transgender journey it's like right it becomes like literally physical Right, and it's like, we, our existence, this is so Aquarius, (laughs) it's like, our existence is a metaphor for humanity. Yes. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) casual. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and that's part of what has inspired me to, like, do this today and and feel, I, like, yesterday was so intense, Mm. and to feel like... I have to be visible again. I have to do what I originally, like, wanted to do before I, like, got shut down. Like, it's just, like, you can't make this shit up, (laughs) which I feel like, you know. Mm. Can't make what shit up? All the choices, all the intentions. Oh. All the... Pre-birth intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also just choices. I was making, you know, before... Things got crazy. I lost sort of my thought, but... Yeah, that's okay. That's gonna happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I was with a friend last night, and I went on, like, my third tangent, and I was like, I have no idea where I am yeah. or how to navigate, but I don't know what this is a tangent on. Yes. And I don't know what my point was. <laughs> but she was like, it's okay, I love you. And I was like, yeah, I love you too. <laughs> it's like, sometimes I think it's... You know, we're meant to, like, lose track. It comes back when it's supposed to. Um, yeah. So, I was going to say some... Oh, so Twin Flame... So, so um, I basically had this really intense experience about two days ago where I not only remembered... I've, I've had several remembrances of before I was born mm. and just being whatever um, in outer space. Um, being energy, being light... And I actually had, in meditation, I had the remembrance of... The the whole concept of a twin flame is that at some point you were actually one. You're one soul, and you're literally, when people say my other half, it's, for the twin flame, it's, like, actually literal. And I thought that that was codependent. Um, (laughs) I I thought I wasn't really sure the whole twin flame thing was real, and then I was meditating the other day, and I literally remembered Tommy and I being one thing and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and I totally came out of the meditation was completely freaking out everyone um, always says they confuse us too yeah and people and yeah people are people like people when I like, talk about you talk- I don't know to say Danny or Tommy or Tommy or Danny and yeah like, it's like my f- close friends who've known me longer even just yeah. as like sort of a like on earth little example of how it can like manifest even just by people people picking up on it yeah it's kind of like they're like we confuse you it's kind of like yeah yep that happens to me too and people people will just call me tommy and it won't even cross their mind that they called me the wrong name or to correct it and i'm just sometimes like "Eh." yeah because people get upset with themselves when they yes. do that. I notice that people are, like, really hard on themselves when they call someone the wrong name. And yeah, because it's, like, how hard to misidentify of... someone. Yeah, so yeah. Bad. Yeah, and, yeah, well, and I think especially in, in the, like, trans and queer community, yes. we're really, really, really name and careful, name. yeah, and and honoring of people's identities. That's, but I know that it's just a twin, you know, we're just flaming out, and yeah. people's energy is responding to that. Um, yeah. And I think I used to get, like, a little bit triggered by it because it's like, no, like, we are actually different, though. <laughs> Which we are, of course. And yeah, okay. Are, yeah. So what's really beautiful about this whole thing, too, is and, and, my, and our relationship is, from my perspective, um, Tommy has helped... He, he's basically been, you know, your twin flame is a mirror. They hold up a mirror <clears throat> to everything that's amazing about you and everything that's sucks about you (laughs) and everything that you need to work on and everything that um remains to be healed and so 
yeah, it's it's been a year of the mirror, and that being said, he's in terms of like this life and this physical manifestation, he's the closest key to myself other than myself. You know, um, it's like I can talk to myself in the mirror, um, and I do do that. <laughs> um, but then it's also really nice to have a human counterpart um, and person to cuddle with. We're really re- nice. Yeah. And we're really big on cuddling, and that's kind of how our relationship started. Yeah. <laughs> Everyday cuddling. Yeah. It's important. Cuddled once. Yeah. Sometimes, though, we get sucked into a cuddling vortex, and we don't do anything. For days. Yeah, that has happened a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Like, five, six hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Cuddle sex, and then it's like, oh, shit, we, we have to kind of... Five to six hour cuddle sex. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really good for you. True. <sighs> yeah. Do you want to... I would love to hear, from your perspective, your, like, our... Um, well, do you want to do, do you want to talk about your story of how you figured out who you are and your trans identity first or our story, like our story? I would love to hear from you about how we got met and got together, like from your perspective. I mean, it's, it's kind of linked because it's like on my journey in discovering specifically the biggest part of my life, which I feel like is this transgender concept of transgender, like, embodiment or Mm. life or path. It's, like, it was in the middle of that route, that, like, really big upward... Mm. It was, like, that really big, like, moment in time where I was, like, going for it, where we met anyway. So it's kind of, like, (laughs) intersectional. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's been, like, a whole life journey right like I've been doing it since I was born Mm. um but I really figured out who I was the last year of my schooling in Brooklyn from Mm. photo and then going into like the next few years after that um I just started to develop a relationship with photography of, like, self-portraits and looking at myself, and I started to, like, look into my family, my past, and and I, I was already identifying as, um, gay, lesbian, but I was mm. totally not... It was not truthful. I mean, it was the best I could do at the time, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And... And it was really good, P.S. Oh, like, yeah. all things considered, you, yeah, were, yeah, you yeah. were killing it. Yeah. I was killing it, but, you know, it's like I, I eventually started to look at my childhood, feel who I really was, look at the relationships around myself, look at, like, who my mirrors were, which was, like, gay men and people in drag, <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, really beautiful, like, queer boys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um... And so everything just started to hit. I was, like, discovering things through photo. I was, like, listening to, like, my discomfort. Mm. And then after school ended, after I did my thesis, which was, like, um, a lot of stuff about my adolescence, and I started to do, like, drag, I just decided to do drag, I guess, because I wanted to play with masculinity. And I did that for a whole year, and then, like, mid-year... I met you. Mm. (laughs) And you were like, hey, you're trans. (laughs) <laughs> the Sag the, I'm Hey a, you So I'm a Sagittarius We're also very into astrology And this is a Oh yeah this is a new moon in Gemini Which is another thing I wanted to talk about <clears throat> mm-hmm. And Gemini The new moon is a great time to like start a new project To plant a new seeds yeah. And Gemini is, is mutable air and it's air is a sign of communication. Gemini is the most like chatty, witty. It's like all about communication and sharing different thoughts mm. and ideas. And so, just my south node. Where yeah, I come, where I come from. Yeah, and that's yep. why I'm thinking about like when I came, when I used to do this stuff. I used to do this talking stuff with mm. myself, and my friends. I came from that, and I like somehow it went away. Just like all went away. But it, yeah. just, it was the beginning of like me telling my truth. So it really started actually back then too. Right. Anyways. Yeah. Well again, higher Sad. perspective. It's like when when we sign on to have you signed on to have it taken from you so that when you have to work to reclaim it and then when you reclaim it you really own it. Right. Um, so much more than if you just had it all along. Yeah. Um yeah, South Node and North Node. I'm obsessed. I'm I'm a self-taught astrologer, and I'm not I'm not like an official 
um, astrologer, it does inform the healing work that I do in my, in my little like client intake form. I have the sun, moon and rising just cause I like to know. Um, and I like to, I use it as a tool for validation. Like it's totally validated my life. So anyway, I have a lot of planets in Sag. So basically when I'm, when Tommy and I met, um, first of all, for me, it was like, oh, hello, nice to see you again. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much the second thing out of my mouth was Why like, you know, you're a dude, right? You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Why do I recognize you? Yeah. You look so familiar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like the biggest thing with saying that was like, I was looking at you and I was like, why do I know you? And then it clicked <laughs> and like, you were already on hormones yeah. and stuff. You had started your journey. When we met, and I had started two months before. And I remember I also like, I was really excited to be like with a trans guy too. And it was before like, I identified, I was like, <gasps> like, it felt like my attraction was finally, I was like, I'm actually with someone that I like really like, it's like, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I'm attracted to. It's like, yeah. it was like exciting because I let myself be with a male mm. and because before that I hadn't because I had this whole perception that I was gay because I was masculine and for me that meant you have to be a lesbian but I was still a woman so it's like I, and I was like scared to like men so it was like really solidifying because I was like I like this person mm. but we're really similar I know mm-hmm. the concept that people are mirrors for each other and then you flat out were like you're a fucking guy and I was like <laughs> And yeah. I like was like what 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 but I like ultimately knew because yeah. also my best friend one of my best friends at the time was like trans I like had I like really looked at myself and was like who are you, the fuck are you kidding like yeah you know I made you throw up all that stuff I threw <laughs> up at a drag show yeah. one night um, because of energies <laughs> <laughs> oh but I was gonna say before Sagittarius is we're we're obsessed with the truth and telling the truth and it's like. It's so, you know, uh, and what I love about astrology is it's like, it just helps me own who I am because that comes with the positive and negative. So yes. I, you, you can always count on me to be honest with you, but also I have this a little bit of a thing with like, it, it can be zero tact. It can be like not tactful yes. and it can be like, all right, listen, I just have to tell you this and without really like getting consent from that person to, mm. to say the thing, like I'm having this whole thing around like consenting for people to like share my truth about I think that's the thing is it's oh, like great. I'm getting better about being like this is my truth and not like hey look this is who you are yeah um which is right, kind yeah. of not cool <laughs> I don't remember if you like asked if you could tell me I think you just were like hey yeah but it's you know in that situation it was okay with me I guess yeah I mean it felt very much like it's something that my soul very much likes to do is yeah. to sort of like really speak a very like powerful truth in Mm. an attempt to like liberate someone and Mm. it was what you needed and were looking for yeah um i just have to just be careful to not do it to other people when they don't right when they don't want it or i have to find different friends i think is what i'm coming up against i i i spent time with people last night who wanted to hear all of my psychic insights and they wanted to hear my truth about what I felt intuitively from them whereas I shared it I shared something with another person Mm -hmm. um a couple days ago and and I asked them if I could share it and you know they weren't very happy about it and they did have a point and I did say a couple of things that were off and that you know I'm accountable for that and it's like I said it's something I'm working on but I also sort of realized like wow I'm transforming so quickly that it's really like time for the next round of friends who want my gifts and understand my gifts and vice and vice versa yeah yeah I think yeah. everyone should try for that at all at all yeah. times and so yeah, yeah and so I'm, I'm thinking like with you were talking about your sad and then before that I was like talking about how we came in how I came how we came into our identity how <laughs> we came into my identity and then came yeah. to be next to you but um astrology what I really love about it is how it it actually really subtly um it really subtly made me who I am no mm-hmm. it like purpose I purposely have astrology that made me who I am mm-hmm. but I guess it was always a huge part of it because um of our relationship of our relationship, but also, like, it was, it's always in the, ba- the stars were always in the background to, like, I'm just, you know, it, it was, like, I feel like I was subtly hinting at astrology without knowing mm. for a while, 
Like, mm-hmm. I was doing it in my thesis work with, like, photographing the moon and, like, just thinking about, oh. like, my moon sign and everything like oh, that. Yeah. But then going into drag and picking my name, mm. um, that was a big part of it, too. So I, like, coming into my identity really was, like, I had to... I threw the guise of picking a persona, I picked my name, mm. um, which is Tommy Venus. And then to later find out that, <laughs> like, the name is supported literally by the stars, my... Um, Venus mm. sign is in Aquarius. Aquarius is my sun sign. Yep. And just all the aspects of it. Mm. It just like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your last chosen last name is literally Venus. So it's literally it's like, Venus. It's, it's literally, literally a planet. About love. Yeah, so... So, talk about a life informed So, it kind of was like... (laughs) Yeah, so, finding out who I am was this epic year of drag where I picked my name, hid as myself in makeup for a little bit, went through some, like, (laughs) trauma, met you, realized my name was, like, me, and I just, like, wanted to love and be really queer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And realized that... and. It's been going all up until right now where I realized, like, even the intentions even, like, sunken even more Mm. securely where it was, like, yeah, even my name I picked and then found out that it was actually in my astrology. Mm. Like, it matched up. Like, I found out all that after. I just sort of intuitively did all this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, (laughs) so now here I am, 24, (laughs) eight and a half months on Test. This is my voice. Eight and a half months <laughs> on testosterone. Um, okay, we're back. <laughs> a weird phone call from XT, whatever that means. <laughs> if anyone knows what that is, it's weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my journey really has been through intuition. Like, yeah. intuitively doing weird things. Divine um, feminine. The divine feminine, divine masculine, <laughs> the moon, <laughs> and um, photography. Like, the idea of a still image. It's always been, like, a thing that's helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's this really beautiful... We, Tommy has a really beautiful photo of the moon that I'm looking at right now. It's in our room. I have two. I put the red moon back up, too, because I also... F- Figure out mm. that my Mayan thing was the red moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, What and is it? Red moon. It's like the lo- little, it's like something red moon. I it's don't know. something self. That was my favorite part of yeah. it. Lunar self? I don't know. But yeah, the moon is like a big mm. thing. And it's interesting because it's, the moon is the divine, fe- it's the feminine. And the sun yep. is the masculine. And when I was first starting mm. self-portraits, a lot of it was like, at night or oh the whole concept of doing drag at night is really interesting it exists at nighttime when the moon is out mm-hmm. it's like hiding of my feminine under like masculine stuff when mm. i was first doing self-portraits a lot of them looked like they were like at night mm. and then recently when i've been taking stuff they're just like blared lights or i'm outside it's like in the sun it's like i'm actually visible mm-hmm. yeah um so that was a game changer and then that those photos i did of you that were at forking where it was like sun masculine yeah beam down trans masculine masculinity or you know Mm. however new manhood (laughs) yeah um yeah that that was a game changer in our relate i'm just like i'm really nostalgic like i'm feeling really nostalgic because our (laughs) anniversary is tomorrow and i'm like (laughs) and i'm just thinking about (laughs) 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 i'm just thinking about when we met and how it was a total game changer that time you did drag during the day and you were like I don't want to take it off like there was this one day where you put drag on during the day yeah. and it was for photo air quote right, but right, it right, was right. like yeah and I was that was kind of my in for my sad to be like yeah because like yeah it's you yeah yeah, yeah so we it's funny because we did we were doing drag but then we quit because um, also not to say that if you do drag and there's moments where you don't want to take it off that you're trans. Right. You could also just not want to take it off for other reasons. I just want to say that because it's like... 
Yeah. I know a lot and of again, people like experience my, that, and they have to mm-hmm. dig really deeper to find their real identity. It's not right. that simple. But for me, it was kind right. of like... Right, but my soul, felt, my soul knew Yes, and were, my soul and also was, calling was like, you out. Uh, and, yeah. wa- and you wanted to be called Yeah, out. I did. Yeah, I exactly. Because yeah. um, also, I have Sag in my chart, and I'm like, tell me the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do love the truth. You know how sometimes, like... I'm just like, just tell me the truth about everything, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, but so I'm scared of this fuck sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense, mm-hmm. too. Well, it's cool because we're I'm a Sag and Tommy's an Aquarius, and they both care very much about the truth. Like, that's that's a main value for both of those signs. Um, Aquarius is more of like a community tribal truth. My, my friend put it so amazingly. She's an astrologer, and I wish it's like... I wish I like wrote it down. I, I want to ask her again, but it was something like Aquarius is a perceiver of the truth, uh-huh. and Sag is like the the speaker of the truth. That makes some, so much sense. Sag is like the truth on an individual level, yes. like this is me, and Aquarius is the truth on a collective yep. level, makes, on a, a group level. I mean, my body is like yes, <laughs> it must be right because <laughs> yeah, and we also know like. Four other Sag Aquarius couples. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Like, gay, straight, trans, not trans, all of the things. So if you want a good relationship and you're either or, just look for either or. (laughs) Well, like, again, I think it's, like, that value system that makes us, that makes the two signs compatible and a point of attraction for each other. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite other, the Sag Aquarius couple, it's, um... I think they identify as a cisgender male and a cisgender female, but the the woman is the mass very clearly oh. the masculine charge yes. in the relationship, and the guy who's assigned male at birth is very clearly the feminine charge in the relationship and the more intuitive, receptive, emotional one. Um, and it's 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 kind of reminding me too of just like when you let go of the fact that, like, you're a woman and feminine, you just, yeah. like, let go of those things. Yeah. You can actually, like, embody so much more. And your soul oh, yeah. can be so much more. Mm-hmm. And not be in the wrong body, necessarily. Oh, yeah, Because the thing about coming into, like, identity is, for me, realizing that, like, I was never in the wrong body. And I still yeah. am on the wrong body. I, personally, right now, in my journey, really love, especially, like, my genitalia right now. Mm. I'm just, like, I'm actually, like, really obsessed. Same. Like, yesterday, I was, like, oh, my God, I fucking love... Yep. My genitalia. <laughs> um, Same. So it's like I was never born in the wrong body. It was all for a purpose to learn and to have an experience. So it's like for mm. those people, the other, they're Sag Aquarius. Mm. It's just like they were born in the body, but specifically to be in that body and be the different role because it like feel good. Good. Yeah. It feels good to know yeah. more experience. It feels good to know different. Yeah. Well, and this is, yeah, I was just, I'm building my new website. Um, and my my new business model for working with people is going to be healing and coaching. Before I was just doing healing because the healing, right, is like the divine feminine and the woo and the intuitive and energy healing and stuff. But without this, without structure and without accountability and without like, okay, by this date you're going to do X, Y, and Z because this is a goal you want to accomplish and if we just leave it to like the universe, like the universe ain't gonna do it. Like, you have to do it. You have to take action. Yeah, and And that's the divine masculine is like, is like, okay, so like, you know, like setting up with my clients, like by this day you're gonna accomplish this. Um, Which leads me to like, transgender cisgender whatever anyone is um non-binary blah blah blah. everyone has every every human is the most in alignment when divine masculine and divine feminine are both in place yeah which leads me to the continued mystery of okay so what does it mean to be a man this is like my this is my question i and i seriously have no idea. It's our. I don't have no idea. It's a state of existence, a state of being that is not even defies description. Because it's like, if you're a woman, you have the masculine and the feminine. If you're a man, you have the masculine and the feminine. Yeah. Everyone has both. So yeah. that being a man does not mean being masculine. No, it doesn't. 
you know, especially since I'm gay identified, it does not mean being masculine. I do, I'm healing my, I'm healing the ma- my masculine energy. I need to be stepping more into a masculine frame of mind because I emphasize the feminine for so long that now I'm sort of like the masculine. I'm, I'm really just, evening out. yeah, I'm evening out. I'm finding that other, that other half of myself that feels really, really good to have that like, I don't know. To me, the divine masculine is like the container again. Like it's like it's like the container for the divine feminine to like be the water and like swish all around in. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And it's yeah. like it creates nice. this feeling of like safety and containment. Mm. And it's also on a human level. It's about it's like self responsibility. It's like how did I create this shitty situation that I'm in? Like yeah. taking responsibility rather than just blaming someone else. Like it's self-responsibility it's accountability and it's humility it's like realizing i don't know anything like that is my personal definition of divine masculine but again Mm -hmm. it has doesn't have a lot to do with being a man like it's informs it but it's not what it is so yeah i guess i'm just thinking about how it's also just like how you choose to it's also how you just choose to word associate your physical manifestation Mm. you know what I mean and it's like there's just words for being hairier being more square but the being sag, more you language know. is important like languages yeah. oh is, language is important and yeah. that's what I'm saying it's all language uh, it's yeah. just all language I'm right. agreeing with you mm. but I'm saying it in a way that's probably frustrating you a bit but it's like no not really I think I just misunderstood oh okay yeah it's yeah. like um yeah that's what I'm saying it is just all language and it's like for me it's it's I'm almost saying it's like I'm almost feeling lately too that it's like not even that like it's like yes I identify as male now yes I identify as transgender and I also associate with the word transsexual although mm-hmm. some people I actually was talking to a friend the other day someone who's trans mm. and they were saying how they didn't like it and I didn't and I know that's like a common thing oh it's really this common. is a whole other topic I know it's a common thing but I wasn't expecting no, someone so close it, to me to not mm. To not, like, be on it. And I was like, oh, interesting. But first I want to say is that's, like, lately I'm even feeling it's, like, not even necessarily that I... It's like, yeah, what does being male mean? For me, it's just kind of, like, describing the container, literally, I'm in. On the outside is, quote-unquote, I'm, like, flicking my fingers for the quote thing. Quote-unquote. air quote. Air quote. Masculine, flicking uh-huh. my fingers. <laughs> masculine, mm-hmm. but there's a whole lot of androgyny going on in the inside. My yeah. like binary is totally flipped. The spectrum is like mm-hmm. totally open. Um, but there's something about I know that my physical manifestation of a soul right. is what we would word associate as male. Yeah, and m- male when a male is like usually associated to being born with a phallus or a penis but it's kind of like that also is like irrelevant now too almost right. it's just like yes you have a gendered sex genitalia right. but there's also places in the world where children are born as one sex and then when they go to through puberty they actually descend like someone will be born a female air quotes mm. and then descend like testicles at 13 in like tribes Mm. in like other countries or people Mm. are born intersex and then they get surgeries in our country which is like totally non-consensual and awful Mm. so there's people like born in between gender literally yeah so it's all just like our associations i feel like Mm. in my perspective um yeah but we just have words to like help us know how we're physically manifesting so it's like for us we're like male it's it tells you what we look like on the outside yeah um and but yeah we just prioritize certain male or masculine ways Mm. but also like the feminine is just like raging too (laughs) but it's like also hard because it's like the part of the transgender experience is like most trans men or identifying people are really in top to both because they experienced like the conditioning right the well other, i think it's what life. we're here to heal and that that's another soul choice i feel is that i'm certainly in stepping into my masculinity even though that doesn't equal being a man it is <laughs> i i will just say forcing me sure it's not totally correct but it's forcing me to look at the father figures that i had 
and to heal the male figures yeah. and to heal masculinity and to heal my patrilineal lineage yes. of my family um, and I do believe on a soul level that's what I'm here to do mm-hmm. and to he- and and that is the choice for other trans men is to heal masculinity and to yes. be positive sacred examples of men who truly yes. literally know exactly what it is like yes. to be a woman and like feminist men yes. you know feminist gay men you know what it's really interesting it's like the f- divine feminine is like birth giver yes I'm just having this creator fo- a creator mm-hmm. right it's like the vagina is like the flower of like fucking life <laughs> yeah and it's so interesting that trans men are born women as mm-hmm. creators and are literally creating, creating like giving themselves. birth a new gender yep. themselves and a new gender yeah and it's like beautiful and yep. it's like that's it's also a part of the reason why I'm really goddess. obsessed with my vagina right now because I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Well, I am here because of, so I found, I started to find my sexuality before my gender and I literally like birthed, I feel like I literally birthed myself and my identity yes. through my sexuality Yeah. because sexuality, we're trying to join with ourselves. So I was constantly doing mm. this like such sex magic of like, through my sexual energy trying to join with the earth join with god joining with god joining with myself and i ended up through my sexuality figuring out who i am yeah so and that's a major thing that i'm passionate about and interested in yeah um but yeah this is actually coming up a a bit in your talk yeah the fluid project yeah and and what i'm realizing lately is like sex and masturbation has been like key to literally like coming in and like to loving myself and embodiment and like loving my genitalia and like in a way like self-sexualizing but in like a really beautiful um self-consensual like way yeah um, with like all this like respect for myself and yeah it's just been like and it's not I feel like for me the term sexual like self-sexualizing has this connotation of like when that's a negative thing but it's like you're just like recognizing yourself as as a sexual sexual erotic being exactly and having acceptance about that right yeah it's like even my tone was like oh can I say this because what will people but it's like no there's nothing wrong with with self-sexualizing and recognizing yourself as like a sexual really sexual yeah for myself really 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 sexual we're both really sexual yeah Probably talk about that in another episode. Yes, yeah, we'll mate. We'll mate. We'll, sex, baby. We'll mate. <laughs> well, maybe we'll wait. <laughs> 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 and my face just went dead pink. I was like, "Are we gonna fuck on a podcast?" No. Just <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew it wasn't really a thing, but I, my brain for a second was like, "What?" Yeah. No, but we definitely. Well, I think yeah, I will be strongly encouraging. Tommy to show his photos to the light of day at some point over the next few years and there's many erotic photos of myself and yeah I think it's definitely something that we're meant to share because there's nothing to be ashamed of and do more of. and queer sexuality I think is so beautiful and there's not enough there's not enough out there um but yeah no I was gonna say maybe we'll wait for like some Scorpio moon some thoughty 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 moon to mm. talk to have a talk about um an official talk about sex and sexuality. Mm. Um, I wanted to go back to trans, transgender and transsexual because I just want to be clear that for me, I do identify as both. And to me, they are two separate and equally important and viable identities that are non-hierarchical. I do not identify as transsexual to try to say that I am more valid than someone who only identifies as transgender. I think that is why people have a problem with it because in this world, in the cisgender world, right, in the heteronormative world, transsexual people are seen as more valid. Um, Like when people choose to medically do X, Y, and Z for people who are ignorant, they're like, that is the, like in their minds, that's the only thing. Yeah. It goes back into the concepts that they can wrap their head around. Exactly. It's like, oh, cool, you changed. So it makes sense because visually it's matching up. Right. But there's also, like, so many um, 
definitions of transsexual floating around in different like associations and even talking to my friend the other day who I can't name drop right the second because I didn't ask but it was really cool because they're from they have backgrounds in multiple different countries and it was a terms of it was just a matter of translation that was kind of so that's another thing too is you think about people other countries it's like they're Mm. translating transsexual in a really different way where it's like trans because it's like the word transsexual for me, when I associate it, I don't think about necessarily sex, but rather the fact that I'm on hormones to mm. medically, it's a medical thing. Right. But for other people, they just, just directly translate transsexual has to do with, like, the sexual or something. I forget what their association was, yeah, but it was like, yeah, yeah. it's just, there's a lot of things, and that's where the uncomfortability comes, because they don't know what line they're stepping on. They don't know how people are, like, right coming at it or hearing it, or it just has so many... Yeah. So many words have so many definitions. It's just language. It's just like... Yeah. Yeah. And I, for some reason... P.S. We really are... Like, our intended audience is the queer community at large and the trans community. But Because if you, our audience is us. Right. <laughs> it's queer. This is for us, so therefore it's for you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, but if you are cis- cisgender and listening to this, like, please don't ever ask trans people about their genitals. Like, that is, like, super rude. Um, I had that happen to me at a bank. Oh my like, god! A teller. I'm not surprised, unfortunately. Like, I was just talking about my bank experiences with being trans too. Yeah, I've like, like had okay. I've actually had really okay experiences, like especially the bank around here. And I don't really have a bank. I'm not even going to say what bank I go to because I want to switch because I don't really like like yeah. the higher uh, corporate essence yeah. of it. But like. I've had an okay experience, like, I've been really good, they've been really good with name change and, like, whatever. It's just the one time where I said something and the teller thought that they could ask me about my genitalia, and I was like, what? They did ask if they could ask a question, to which I knew, I was like, this is sus, like, it's gonna be intense, and at first I was like, I said no. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to see what's really gonna happen in this reality. I want to see if this is what I think it is. I was like, you know what? Fine. Go ahead and ask. And, you know, in a way, it's like I did teach someone, but it was really like I was very surprised that someone's just kind of like yeah they feel like that they can have that yeah and I mean it's like can you imagine like so if you're talking to a cisgender man it's like this is the equivalent of being like so how's your dick doing today you have a dick right you have a dick and balls just checking so what's going on down there do you have a dick do you like (laughs) it's just I mean it's just ridiculous but anyway so I just want to say I'm not trying to sell anyone on on using transsexual or not using transsexual like that word works for me and it's 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 a completely it means i'm choosing i'm proud of my personal choice it makes me feel good and affirmed to use it because it reminds me that i'm on this like medical hormonal journey yes and i'm here to be vocal about that and to be visible about that Mm -hmm. just as much as i am to be vocal about you know transgender and that you know, there are as many different genders as there are people, yeah. and, you know, that my gender is, um, like, how gender and sex are different. Um, they're just two completely different things for me, and they both describe me. And I think mm. this is what's really cool, both what <laughs> is really cool and really challenging about the trans community is that we're just getting to this point where we're really a lot of uh, I feel like there's this massive awakening especially this year and there's a lot of us coming out um and we're kind of we're not new I hate when people say that we're new but in this society we're getting to this point where we're being newly perceived we're being we're becoming more visible in the mainstream and it's like just a little bit right now but it's it's gonna become more and more we're really we're really coming we're really coming forward and and you know that's why we're making this podcast too because we need to because if we're not even though it's stupid if we're not visible in like movies and tv and media and podcasts we will never have equal rights because in this country celebrity is like everything and yeah yeah, and the media is what people watch and it's how they understand it it informs laws and it informs civil rights and it informs awareness and consciousness it's like all of it but anyway um i think what's difficult is that we're, we're creating the rules and there's a lot of fighting and disagreement and division even within the trans community yeah, because course. even listening to this people are going to hate me for 
claiming the term transsexual for myself. Yeah. But I'm not here to fight with you. I'm here to tell you that this is who I am and this is the term I'm using. And it works for me. And, it works for me, and I'm not going to retire it. Yeah. And you don't have to use it. Yeah. But you decide who you are, right? Yes. I feel like this is and what words you want to use. Mm. And don't let anyone tell you, like, you can or can't use yeah. this term. Um, yeah. Anyway, while you were talking about that, it really made me think, and this is kind of going along with, and when I thought it, I kind of had this, like, this, like, moment, I was like, I can't say that because people will think, I can't say that because it's, like, people, I won't be able to, people like, talk. People like me. People, yeah. not that people won't like me, but I'm like, I can't <laughs> what I say that. Mm. Like, it's not trans. So I was thinking, like, in terms of, like, sex and gender, what's, I was thinking that it's interesting, on my license, it says, now it says, sex, M, male. Yeah. But really... That's my gender. Right. My sex is female. Mm, like Interesting. I'm realizing right now, this is just happening to me right now in this moment. <laughs> like, right now I'm having this realization that Downloads. my sex, I still identify female. Because mm. my genitalia is still female. Uh, or at least I, it works for me what? to think about it that way. Mm. Some men, some trans men, they think of their genitalia as male. But for some reason, it's like everything else about me is changing and my genitalia is getting more divine feminine. For me, it's like I still have female <laughs> sex, but my right. gender is male, mm. and like I don't want my boobs. I'm going to get top surgery. That's right. how I want to feel in my body. But like, it's interesting because it's like, yeah, I just feel like on licenses it should say identity, yeah. male, because it's like really no, I have female sex organs that I personally yeah. identify with still. It would and be like, nice to just put identity. I'm about it. I'm about the flower. It would be nice to just be put identity rather than gender, because I was thinking, you know, and this is the other thing, it's like, you know, how are we going to organize, how are we going to advocate, because I, I think that's a hard part about the trans community, is that it's like, some people, you know, I definitely want to see a third, some sort of third marker on yeah. all forms of identification, it's something that I visualize constantly, because I want to create it, um is like an X or an N or both on the driver's license. And again, it's like we're all in yeah. conversations borderline that are sometimes pretty, I think, pretty heated disagreements about what those letters should be. Should we call it gender? Should we call it identity? Could so you imagine like, if it was like high femme on license yeah. places? On license <laughs> Identity. Gender expression. Gender. <laughs> we get to a point Gen where we X. have to put our gender Gen expression. X, right? Gener- uh, um, yeah. What's that? I don't know. Generation X? Gen yeah. X. I think it's like the youngest kids underneath us. No, that's Z. That's Z? Oh, that's we're Gen, Gen X. I think Gen we X. are Gen X. Or you're or not you're, Gen X. Yeah, I'm older. Danny's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. I'm not. Um... Yeah. Oh, I just got a kiss on the cheek. It was nice. Scruffy cheek. I'm a very young, thirty-one. Yeah, it is young. Yeah, I love to play the game to torture people because you know I don't know. Maybe that's Venus and Scorpio. I love to play the game, and guess what? How old I am? Because almost every single person. How old do you think I am? How do you think I am? Because almost everyone says. 24, 25, or 26. It's one of those three. 27 was the highest I've ever gotten. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah. Or maybe 28. Yeah, someone said 28 at some point. And I was like, wow. People that guess my age or they go a little higher. Yeah. But not much. I never get into my 30s. Not yet. Yeah. We're seven years apart. Seven's the most magical number. There's also seven chakras. Actually, there's a gajillion chakras, but (laughs) there's seven main chakras that, like, for the purposes of energy healing and meditation, it's helpful to only only think about the seven. Uh, Um, yeah. What path were we on? All of them? I know. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, this is us. Oh, I wanted to go back to, um, how we met from my perspective oh right 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 so tommy and i met um we debuted as drag performers in new york city in brooklyn specifically um on the same day which was march 11th Mm. of 2017 same show same day yeah i was in act one you were in act two yep and I just got like sort of nauseous. <laughs> I was like, oh, the weight, of, like the gravity yeah. of it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, we, um, yeah, I saw Tommy and I thought he was one of the most beautiful people I'd ever seen. <laughs> and I was sitting on the couch and he was sitting on the floor and I... We rem- met at a friend's house. Yeah, and I remember I had this feeling of, I just want to like take this person's hand and like lift them up off of the floor. Um and like sort of help them to like stand so I knew that we had this like contract (laughs) around like healing healing and empowerment also can we talk about how our first interaction consisted of immediately feeling comfortable with each other enough to make a video of you trying to do tearaway pants oh yeah yeah talk about sexuality and like being yourself it was like we tried to like yeah yeah the photo the documentation aspect of our relationship started immediately like literally so we knew each other for 10 minutes yeah like, it was literally 10 minutes yeah and you were like can i take a video of you trying to rip yeah. your pants off and also like two minutes after that i was like so how do you identify like what's your identity like my venus and scorpio was like go in go in go in <laughs> <laughs> and you were like well i'm non-binary i said that so, yeah what you a said joke you were not <laughs> you said you were non-binary and you knew that you didn't want boobs but you didn't really think that hormone therapy was correct for you and i had known you for all of five LOL. minutes and i was like lol it's like it's cute it's kind of like when, <laughs> it's kind of like when people are gay but they're like i'm bisexual it's like i i really feel like for a lot of like you know, a non-binary is completely a completely valid identity. So is bisexual. bisexual is a completely valid Beautiful sexual identity. Yeah. yeah, love them. Um, <laughs> but for those of us who are actually like, you know, fully like, I don't want to say fully in the other direction, whatever that means. But like trans men, trans women, like a more like you know, I'm on this train and I'm taking it the whole way. It's just when you can tell people aren't being honest. There's just those certain situations. Or no, not because fully. my soul recognized yours. I was like, yeah, no, that's a dude though. Like <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, but also it was the night of my first act. Yeah, it was literally yeah. me starting. It you were picking up on like the yeah. break. I mean, and what's really interesting is that. So we met at someone's house right before the show. Yeah. And then go to the show and our acts are almost the same but from our perspectives. Well, it's like different... the Sagittarius thing of like I just want to share my truth. If right, and that's what we did. Yeah, and we didn't have drag names. We used our chosen names. We used dragon in a different way than I've really seen other people use it, which is we use drag rather than to play a character. We use drag to actually create like the whole vagina thing we were talking about divine feminine we use drag to create and discover and explore our authentic identity so once we figured that out that's really when we quit because also we were drinking too much yeah i don't know how anyone really for me quitting drag was about several things but it was primarily about it was primarily about the drink tickets thing you know it's like why are we putting traumatized queers next to free alcohol it's just like them an alcohol and paying them an alcohol it's just a bad idea (laughs) it's not a bad idea no ideas are bad but it was like yeah 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 but it's just Mm -hmm. like it for me was like i've got to get myself out of this like substance enabling and i don't i don't actually feel like i was an alcoholic i but i do feel like my relationship to alcohol wasn't healthy and I just am determined to innovate spaces that are sober for quick. It was also just this like, you know, I'm going to leave and I want to heal myself. And now maybe there's a way to share gender performance and self-expression and like curate that space for myself and for other queer people that doesn't involve drinking. And that isn't like, you know, here's, here's alcohol, you know, here's free alcohol. Um... Yeah, because then once you're performing three or four nights a week, all of a sudden you have two free drinks that are poured very strong three or four nights a week, and yeah. This recipe, personally, was a recipe for disaster, I yeah. feel. And, like, avoiding my healing work. Yeah. Avoiding myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So that's where we met, and then we became best friends, and then I was like, um, hey, like, if you want to have sex sometime, just, like, let me know. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you were I was like, terrified. Uh. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, you know, I was trying to make it this like casual thing, and then I very quickly realized that I was like already totally in love with him because of the twin flamey rapid, the twin flame thing. It's like a very fast moving experience, also. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, 
And then we fell in love on our first date. We cuddled. I was like, do you want to just cuddle? Like, seriously, no funny business. And you were like, yes. And I was like, it's totally set the tone for, like, respect and nurturing. Yeah. Which has created a level of safety for the, the sex to be particularly mind-blowing. <laughs> As we conclude our podcast, just know that we are sex gods and we give each other pleasure. Oh, Lord. Um, but we are nearing... Didn't know we almost. were going to go there, like, it's podcast number one, but... We are nearing yeah. about an hour. Yeah. How should we finish, Danny Brave? Uh, I don't know. Happy almost anniversary. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Happy almost anniversary. Not <laughs> very Alice in Wonderland. Happy almost anniversary. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you spent your time, again, all of our time is so precious. And it's yeah, just like, this is cool. if you spent this whole hour listening to us, <laughs> like... You're Not welcome. that I don't think we're worthy to be listened to, but you're just... welcome. <laughs> you're welcome very much. No, but like, yeah. But thank you. But thank you, and yeah, and share this with your, with share this with your queer friends. And if you're in New York, um, and want to have a convo, hit us up. Yeah, and want to have a convo, hit us up, and also, um. And also, I'm going to be speaking, mm-hmm. um, if this, hopefully we get this out before then, but next Wednesday, June 20th, um, from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, at Hub 17 in Manhattan, I'll, I'll put the, we'll put the info in however we release this, but underneath, um, I'm going to be speaking, um, uh, I'll be reading a personal essay on recovery, mm-hmm. this is a Pride event, readings on recovery, all, all LGBTQIA identified individuals reading personal essays on what they are recovering from with the premise of an understanding that almost everyone is recovering from something. Mm. So it could be substance abuse, it could be sexual trauma, it could be anything. Um, (laughs) I'm recovering from multiple things, so I still actually have to decide when we talk about it. I'm going to do that. Um, If you're in Brooklyn or Manhattan, um, Pride at Root Mama is going to be amazing. Um, Root Mama is this really, really nurturing space in Brooklyn. There's a garden. It's my friend um, Sarah and her partner Zach, and it's literally their home. Um, it's a bit, so it's, it's just very homey, homey and very nurturing. So if you are sober and you're curious about healing, I'm going to be doing, um, mini Reiki sessions from one to 3 PM. It's going to be almost all queer identified, um, individuals practicing, doing little mini sessions. Mm-hmm. 50% of those proceeds are going to go the, from my thing, um, are going to go to Princess Janae Place, which is an amazing nice. organization. Yeah. Which is the same organization that we donated our performance yes. to when we met. Yes. Um, but it provides housing for um, trans people of color. Um, trans people of color pretty much suffer the most in this world and have the hardest time finding secure housing. So And also we're the reason for Pride. We're in Pride Month, which we didn't yes. acknowledge at all. So happy Pride Month. Oh yeah, happy Pride too. And yeah, so that's going to be one to three. And then at night, um, which I'm really excited about, there's going to be an open mic. Yes. And I'm going to read my... Oh, I should do that. Super slutty. Yes, you should. Well, if you want to. I will also think about Reiki, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, they're good. I'm practitioners at this point. Um, so it's a little bit too late for that. And also, there's already too many... Not too many, but yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in the evening, 8 to 10, it's going to be open mic, and I'm going to read... I'm going to finally read my poetry nice. on the microphone. Which is very much about being queer and very much about sexuality and yeah, be super outside of my comfort zone and I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah. So next Wednesday, June twentieth, and then Saturday the twenty third for Pride Week. And yeah, hope you have a great, safe Pride. You don't have to go to any parade if you don't want to. Send it however you want. Yeah. Actually, I was, I was, um, yeah. Definitely don't go to any parade that prioritizes consumerism and banking on yeah, the I think queer we population do for that. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was... Uh, really quick at the end of this, it's yeah. kind of just like... I was listening to one of the most amazing activists 
of the transgender community, Buck Angel. Mm-hmm. Hey, Buck. Tranpa. Uh, we love you, you <laughs> so much. Um, and he did a live the other day, and he was talking about going to smaller, very mm. small, small pride events. He's going to some, I forget what he said, Ohio or something. It's somewhere where it's like, they don't have a lot of people there. It's not funded by anything huge like Nike or AT&T yeah. or whatever the fuck. Um, and they really need people there, and it's 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 not about the money, and it's just such bullshit, everything yeah. that's going on with Pride and, and the, the money behind it, and pe- yeah. people, institutions and companies who aren't really queer, they're just banking on this huge revolutionary moment of us being present and seen and visible, and right. using that visibility to also be visible and support, but in a way that just brings them more whatever. Right, it's not actual support. There's a lot of corporations that take pride and they put some stupid stock photo of two white people holding hands with a rainbow and they don't have they've not paid any queer people they've not they've not paid any queer consultants for their pride campaign you know they don't have you know there there's no actual money going to queer people it's just them slapping a rainbow on some shit to try to get your money so just like keep your eyes open and just and that's not it's not all corporations I'm sure there actual are there are actually corporations who are making you know albeit cliche rainbow products but you know maybe they are donating to a certain organization or they do have queer employees that they champion and protect Um, so it's just it's kind of about for me it's just about like doing doing your research research. and and if there's not a pride event that you are excited about like create your own you know like or just like have people over your house for dinner like this is my like unsolicited advice my this podcast will be a place for unsolicited advice because I love to give advice so if you're listening to this you can take it or leave it but like you know I'm gonna give it (laughs) I think we're gonna give it yeah so there's this pride air quote beer I almost threw up. It's a rainbow can of beer, and the name of the beer was gender neutral. And I was like, what the fuck? The fuck (laughs) is this? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (sighs) so happy Pride, and um, yeah, last Pride, Tommy and I went to a diner, and we'd spend it just the two of us, and that was great. So, yeah, it can be whatever you want, whatever, whatever works for you. And I'll take my own advice and do the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any things to drop, but just catch me showing up for myself, hopefully, (laughs) in the next, (laughs) this whole summer. You'll have stuff to drop soon enough. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but. It's true. I'll be around BK. Yeah. <laughs> and <right>. the planet. <laughs> I'll be around the planet. I'll be around the planet. Yeah, we're gonna be here for a while. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. Happy Pride, Happy New Moon, and Gemini. Plant those seeds of your new projects. Good time to do that too. <laughs> I love you. Okay, we love you. Bye.